This is the Calm Living Blueprint Podcast, episode number 32. Hey, podcast listener, even if you are feeling alone in your pursuit of calm and confidence, know that today, right now, in your earbuds, you are joined by thousands of others all around the globe seeking to do the same thing you are. At Calm Living, we believe it's only when we stop struggling against our fearfulness and our anxiety that we begin to find lasting freedom from it, to live the lives we want to live. That is what this podcast is about. Come join the Confidence Revolution. Well, hello. Welcome to episode number 32 of the Calm Living Blueprint podcast. My name is Candice Esposito. I'm the founder of the Calm Living Blueprint and I'll be your host. I hope this finds you doing well. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to listen in. In this episode, I want to return to the concepts of diffusion and acceptance, which we've talked about in previous episodes and really all along as themes running throughout the entire podcast. But I want to approach these topics from a bit different perspective this time, from the perspective of our ego. Our ego, when we let it, has a tendency to hold us back from living the life we truly want to live. If we're not aware of how it traps us, we can easily fall under its illusion of reality. And when this happens, there's a risk of furthering uncomfortable feelings like anxiety. So in this episode, we're going to identify what this trap is, how to avoid it, and how to make sure your ego isn't holding you back from living life to its fullest. As always, a quick reminder that the show notes for every episode are available on the Calm Living Blueprint website. The show notes include the mp3 recording, the transcript of the podcast, any resources mentioned, as well as the home play that I recommend in each episode. The show notes for today's episode can be found at calmlivingblueprint.com forward slash 32. And that's the number 32 as an episode number 32. How do you view yourself? Think about that for a moment. How do you view yourself? Most of us have a fixed identity, a fixed view we have of ourselves as good or bad, worthy or unworthy, introverted or extroverted, quiet or talkative, likable or unlikable, this or that, you know, choose whatever adjective you wish. Okay, so by fixed, I mean unchanging. Why do I bring this up? Well, because the problem with a fixed identity is that we have to rearrange reality to conform to this fixed view of ourselves. In other words, it's an ineffective attempt at dealing with the uncertainty of life. And by trying to hold on to that fixed identity, it just causes more struggle and pain for us in the long term. The very nature of life is change. Whether we are conscious of it or not, 
We live in a state of impermanence. Impermanence. The ground is always shifting. If we are under the illusion that achieving constant security and control is the ideal state, no wonder we try to do all kinds of things to attempt to feed this illusion. Drinking, working too hard, spending hours online, doing drugs, right? All these methods of avoidance. It's our resistance to the uncertainty of our situation, our life, that causes suffering. And holding on to the fixed identities we've created for ourselves is one way we attempt to resist change, resist the ambiguity of life. Have you ever had a difficult time accepting a compliment? I know I have. Like a person tells you you've done a great job or that you're kind or that you look beautiful, yet you can't take it in. You can't absorb the compliment, probably because it doesn't fit your definition of yourself. It doesn't fall into your fixed identity. Because everything is filtered through our fixed identity, the so-called positive and the so-called negative. How attached are you to your opinions of yourself? Who would you be without these opinions? What would happen if you were to let go of these opinions? What would happen if you were to unmask yourself? to take off that armor. You see, when we have this fixed idea of this is me, then everything we encounter, we're either attracted to or averse to, depending on how much of a threat it is to this self-image, to this fixed idea of ourselves. For example, when we like someone, they support or at least don't disturb our fixed identity. On the other hand, when we don't like someone, it's generally because they challenge our fixed identity. We're uncomfortable around them because they don't confirm the sense of ourselves. Oftentimes, we'll think of people we don't like as, you know, quote unquote, enemies. But really, they are so important to us. Oftentimes, these are the people that are our greatest teachers, since they help shine a light on our fixed identity, which really is just false security. And fixed identity doesn't just mean we have a fixed idea about ourselves. We tend to have a fixed idea about everything we perceive, including others. And that creates separation between us, between us and them, right? Me and them. And separation leads to feelings like anger, pride, and jealousy. So we create these fixed ideas, these unchanging views about ourselves and others as an attempt to escape the ambiguity of being human, the impermanence of life. We're trying to cling on to something that isn't even real, that doesn't exist. And this makes it difficult for us to ever feel comfortable in our own skin and to be comfortable and get along with others. So how do we gently let go of this fixed identity we've created for ourselves? How do we let go of this hold our ego has over us? Well, it goes back to what we talked about before. We need to stay present with our uncomfortable feelings and experience life without the storyline attached. So most of us have some level of uneasiness present in our lives. I mean, that's part of the reason you're listening to this podcast in the first place, right? You may feel it as an anxiety feeling on edge, vulnerability, feeling off balance, confusion or uncertainty, 
feeling overwhelmed, lonely, angry, or depressed. This uneasiness is pretty easy to recognize, but not so easy to interrupt. Most of us will do anything to avoid this uneasiness, to get away from it. I encourage you though, to instead of thinking of these feelings as bad, think of them as road signs or barometers that tell you when you're in touch with the ambiguity of life. Then you'll see those feelings for what they truly are, an open doorway to freedom from suffering, a path to well-being and joy. Because you do have a choice. You can spend your whole life suffering because you can't accept the way things really are, the uncertainty of life, or you can relax and embrace the open-endedness of it all, the impermanence of it. Okay, so the challenge, what you need to do, is notice when the uneasiness arises and stay with it. Make space for it. A typical emotion only lasts for one and a half minutes. That's it. One and a half minutes. Can you stay with the uneasiness for one and a half minutes? Can you do this as the feeling arises? Can you do it over the course of the day repeatedly? That's the process of unmasking, of letting that armor down, of letting go. The wonderful thing about this is, the more you interrupt old patterns, as you respond differently to old habits, you'll notice changes. In the past, when you got anxious, maybe it would have taken you several days to feel calm again. But if you keep interrupting the anxious thoughts, you very well may get to the point where it only takes you a few minutes to feel calm. Now, please recognize that when I use the word interruption, I don't mean repressing. Repression is denial of what's happening. And that just leads to the feelings building up and getting worse. Okay, so when I say interrupt, I mean letting the thoughts come and go. Letting them come and go like passing cars. You can also label your thoughts as thinking or say to yourself, thanks mind, right? These are strategies we've talked about in the past to help you do this. Everything in you will want to pursue the storyline. And that's understandable. The storyline is associated with certainty and comfort. You're familiar with it. It supports your fixed identity. It supports your ego. Believing the storyline is deeply ingrained in us. It's part of human nature. For example, pay attention to how people talk about one another. I mean, really listen to how people talk. You know, we'll hear hear ourselves and others say, Jane is horrible. John is charming. She is this. He is that. Right? We talk as if the person is intrinsically those things. That there is no doubt about it. That those characteristics are unchanging in them. But is that really true? Continuing to recycle these old storylines is another way we attempt to avoid the ambiguity, the uncertainty, the uneasiness of life. It's like pouring kerosene on an ember, right, to create a bigger blaze. Without the words though, without the storyline, the emotions don't last longer than one and a half minutes. The fire burns out. The truth is that our identity is actually very fluid, very dynamic. There are unlimited possibilities for what you may think, for what you may feel, 
for how you may experience reality. So why hold on to a fixed identity when your true self is so changing and dynamic? Your fixed identity is such a restricted version of who you truly are. You are so much more than that. The good news is that you can use your here and now experience, the present moment, to tap into your true nature by using all your senses, the sounds you're hearing, the smells you're smelling, the sights you're seeing, by being fully present to your experience, you contact your true dynamic being. Remember, when you feel uneasy, it's just a signal you're contacting the fluidity of life. You're contacting that amb ambiguity. Don't hide from these feelings by feeding your ego, your fixed identity. Let yourself experience life as it is. See these moments as opportunities. Okay, so here's what it comes down to. Three steps. Be fully present, feel your heart, and engage the next moment without an agenda. Be fully present, feel your heart, and engage the next moment without an agenda. As you practice experiencing sensations, like uneasiness and anxiety, free of interpretation, free of the storyline, just accepting them for what they are, making space for them, you'll come to see the amazing opportunity and gift you have to be with life just as it is. The wonderful opportunity that exists to you to experience the freedom of life without a storyline. Here's to letting your fixed identity gently crumble at your feet. Till next time, I'm Candace Esposito. Keep calm and carry on.